Mindless Can, the podcast, with radio personality Jane Lindley Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushel. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community. Welcome to another episode in the Kindness Can That podcast series. Jen and I were so lucky to be able to share room with a big group of people who are so passionate about promoting South Africa. And through the course of that conversation, I was really moved uh, when Jane and I spoke about how important it is for her and I to shift the narrative around South Africa at the moment. And, and as we started talking about shifting the narrative the audience just broke into applause. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about that, how ready and eager South Africans are to do that. It was such a special moment for me too. And I must say that as I was talking about, sure, we have our work cut out for us. Mm. If we look at Sona and the behavior, if we look at the boxes we put into, if we look at the water, if we look at the lights, if we look at the price of food, if we look at the crime, I mean, there's a lot to be worried about. Yeah, the odds are stacked against us. But, and this is where the applause came, I said, where you are so instrumental in all of this is how you show up mm. during all of this. Mm. Because it's so easy to fall into that fear-driven, exasperated, negative, can't wait to leave this country. Yeah. This country's going to the dogs. I'm out. Yeah. But you're not going anywhere. You're just permeating everyone around you. Yeah. So to go back to that old model of thought, feeling, behavior, right? When we start to connect with these thoughts of this is the end for us, we're doomed, it's gone to the dogs. When you start to connect with those thoughts and hold on to them as the absolute truth, okay? Mm -hmm. They have no other context or no other balance around them. They just become these very dark, absolute thoughts can understand how the feeling starts to become overwhelm and panic, frustration. And what worries me, and again, I think we've got to drive that point home. We're not saying that everything's perfect. There's a lot of challenge out there. But when we get caught in this loop, we start to feel incredibly helpless and hopeless. And mm. I think for the everyday citizen, me included, sometimes we think, gosh, how can I, what can I do? So I'm just, I feel like a leaf on the river here. I've just got to go with it and hope for the best. But I think that that's, I think that's a mistake because I think there are things that we can do with these feelings that can be incredibly positive and empowering and can contribute to changing this trajectory, mm. changing the story in some way. And it takes such self-discipline mm. because, I mean, it was just the other day that I was speaking to a very dear friend of mine who's immigrated. And when the words came out of her mouth, you know, it's so lovely to live in a place where we feel safe. And we know that our future and what it holds for our children is one of security. And then I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what does that mean for us? And I start to get fearful. And yeah. every time I go out, someone's signing papers to leave and they're selling their stuff on Marketplace. And I'm just like that fear. You literally have to beat the fear away with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But more than beating it, it comes back to that idea of holding it. So, yes, it's, it's a lot of these fears come from a place that we can get it. I see where it comes from. I don't think you and I can sit here and deny that mm. and, and say that that doesn't make sense. It does make sense. But again, we've got to challenge ourselves to hold these feelings and make decisions about what we want to do with them. And if the decision is to, to immigrate, 
well, that's your choice and you should lean into it and, and, and go with it by all means. But if your decision is to stay, hold that feeling and make positive, empowering decisions of what you want to do with it because you're not helpless and we're not hopeless in all of this. And I think they're very everyday practical things that we could do. And true to this podcast, I feel like kindness in big and small ways is the action that's needed to change this narrative. So I suppose if we're talking about practical tips, I think, you know, there's always this idea of doing these huge grand gestures. But really it's it starts once again with self and how we are going to show up to the office, mm. at the school, mm. in the traffic, mm. at the supermarket, wherever that space may be, trying to be the best version of the South African that you love. Mm. The kind of the phrase that jumps to mind for me is that, and he such, was such an amazing role model of a nation builder, uh, Nelson Mandela, but actually all of us, he was just an ordinary guy when he set out on that journey of becoming a nation builder. But inside all of us, we are nation builders, that we can do these small and big things every day to make this place better. But it takes a perspective shift where we shift from seeing ourselves as the victim of this context, of this government, uh, of this reality, of this past, and flip it on its head and say, actually, I want to be a driver of a better future. I want to be that nation builder, and I'm quite capable of being that. I suppose, though, in thinking about it objectively, I suppose perspective is a luxury for some people mm-hmm. because it's all very well and good having this conversation, but if you haven't been a victim of crime or abuse in the system or not having enough money to get your child through school or pay for groceries or having your lights cut off, you could be listening to this conversation and saying, yeah, it's all very well and good for you. Mm. But how do I get perspective when I'm so far down that I don't even know which way is up? Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of like someone said to me once, gratitude is a luxury. Mm. I was like, well, that's a really interesting take Mm. because I I seem to think, I mean, isn't it amazing when you see people that have the least give the most? Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about like gratitude being a luxury, yeah, that's fair. But the capability of the underdog or the person that feels hard done by or unable to get up once hit down, it's there. Yeah. Maybe it's not seen or earthed, but it's there's capability and potential there. So if you're the person who at the moment is so far down and struggling with so much that it is hard to balance this perspective out or it is hard to connect with the gratitude, I think the greatest piece of advice we could give is just pause for a second. Just pause and spend some time just being with this reality and, and, and these feelings. And again, that sounds like such a luxury to be able to do that. But I think our tendency sometimes is to want to, it makes more sense to just keep banging away at the same thing over and over again because at least we can say we're doing something mm. as opposed to every now and then just tools down, stop for a second and reflect on how else could I do this differently? Mm. Uh, how else could I manage these feelings differently? Just that, give yourself that pause. Mm. And we, we, it doesn't have to be a long pause. Just 10 minutes of my day, just sit back for a second, take a few deep breaths and think, well, why do I keep banging it this way? Is there not a better way of doing that? And I will always be the person that will always bang on about saying that there's always something to be grateful mm. for. I mean, I was at a talk yesterday and I looked at this full room and I said, sometimes it might even be the fact, and it's a huge gift, 
that you just draw air in and out of your breath, mm. out of your lungs. Mm. If that's all on this day that you can hold on to, hang on to it like you are bobbing on the ocean and that is the only thing that's going to keep you safe yeah. and alive. That's a beautiful thing for all of us, maybe to take pause in this moment right now and just for half a minute, just focus on breathing in through our nose, out through our mouth and focusing all of our mind's attention on that and just gently repeating to ourselves, yeah, this air is such a gift. The ability to breathe is such a gift. Yeah, because I think, I mean, I had again, this week was, it was a hard week and I got myself into such a place of overwhelm that was being fueled by anxiety about something um, not connected to what we're chatting about. But it becomes hard to get objective, mm. objectivity, because you get so swallowed into this particular piece of the narrative that you don't see the whole picture mm. because the fear is throttling you. You mm. can't breathe properly with that mm. air that you're trying to get in and out in that pause because it's stuck in your throat. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but I just popped out the other side five days later, but this calm just washed over me. And it was taking the pause of, I've applied myself, I've tried, I've thrown everything in, feel like I've been juggling broken bottles and fireballs. But now there's like this piece that kind of translates all understanding. So it's the commitment to the manual insertion. So it's, it's, it's not giving up on yourself. It's doing those things that you know help over and over again. And sometimes they take more than just one attempt at it. Sometimes mm. they take five days. But you deserve it. You deserve that commitment to yourself. You deserve that kind of repeated doing the things that I know work for me. And I think that is part of nation building and being a good citizen is sometimes making better choices with the way that we're taking care of ourselves. I think about often my trigger point is, is often social media. So I go onto social media around this stuff and then there's an article on the easy things, the easy triggers. Okay, it's load shedding, it's crime stats, it's the budget coming up next week and the rand is like wobbling all sorts of places. And I think that we've got to be very careful of making good choices around some of that individual behavior for ourselves as well. Because mm -hmm. when I'm only looking at that stuff, only looking at those news articles, it's so hard not to just be flooded by all those horrible feelings. And then I do feel quite helpless and out of control. It's the worst. Yeah. That's such a, it's such a, it's a scary place to be mm. when you don't feel like you're in control of your emotions. Mm. And that's what was happening. It was mm. just like I was being overridden by the fear. Yeah. And so I think even this conversation today maybe is part of our attempts to balance out those narratives that are happening. Share good news stories. Share good news stories with people at the office, with your children on the way to school. Point out the really beautiful, good things in the spaces where we have to balance mm. it out. And I think also, you know, having a person or two or three or four or five, how lucky, mm. that you can really chat to as mm. opposed to being the person that goes to the briar and just spews mm. stuff on everybody yeah. if you have concerns or you're having a hard time speak to someone yeah i mean i was so blessed to have you and a few other people in my village through this tough kind of week that i come through and one of the people said to me you know life is like you're in this hot field it's hot the sun is baking you, are being belted by the sun. You're bending over and you are turning the soil and you're turning it and you're turning it and your back is breaking and you are uncomfortable. But just know that that discomfort is real and you have the ability to hold it 
And as you turn that airing, aerated soil, gets the opportunity to have life, and then the harvest will start to mm-hmm. come. And it will, mm-hmm. because abundance is your birthright. Yep. But there have to be uncomfortable days in the saddle. That, as I said to one of my kids, you can't have the rainbow and the sun if you don't have the rain. Yep. And so on this journey of making this place better, there are going to be tough days. Uh, but all of us have to adopt the right attitude that if it wasn't for these tough days, if it wasn't, you know, if you think about the Springbok rugby team as an example of saying so amazing. Hashtag team of the year. I know. Ooh, okay. Yeah. The fact they had days and days of training to make that moment possible. And they had losses along the way and self-doubt along the way. But it's that constant holding on to this and believing in ourselves and, and doing the things that we know that work each individual member of that team that all feed into the collective, you can create something really beautiful. And I think that's true for all of us as citizens. Do your little bit every day. And part of that is opening up your attitude to being more balanced about what is happening in the space and then engaging in activities that contribute to making it better, making people around you feel better or safer or whatever it is. I must tell you, so yesterday, I think it was, I got the kind of rollout for what's happening at Splashy Fen this year because it's our annual. We love it. I go and do my show from there and we play for a couple of days in the mountains and listen to music and my kids just, I mean, they blossom. And they have made Saturday proudly South African Day. So they are inviting all the Splashy patrons to wear some sort of South African memorabilia or merch. So I found this lady online called the Fun Onesies, and I've had the Thomas Five <laughs> full South African flag onesies hey? made. Hey? I'm so excited <laughs> to be wrapped in my country's flag with yeah. a hood and fleece. And that's what I'm talking about, okay? And it, it's as a parent, you're role modeling this pride. You're role modeling this excitement to be part of this, and they get to experience the joy of it too. And it's those little moments like that that can have a huge impact are not only the way you all feel as a family in this space, but all the people around you and that collective energy starts to grow and spread. Energy goes where energy flows, right? 100%. It's been, I think it's a very important conversation. And, I, and Jane and I are so passionate about finding real and practical ways to take this into all sorts of spaces. So if you are a school or a corporate team or an organization or a community who wants to shift the narrative, please be in touch with us. We love you very much. You can go to www.kindnesscan.co.za and until we connect again, uh, look after yourself. You've been listening to Kindness Can, the podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.